Today on Reverse, the Postdoc Regain podcast, I thought we would chat about the one thing that you need to succeed in any goal that you've decided to embark on this year or whenever you're listening to this. In episode 11 and 12, we discussed how to eat well and set goals for the upcoming year. However, today I wanted to discuss the importance of consistency in achieving your health and wellness goals. We will discuss how to develop consistency, why you need to develop your discipline and not rely on motivation, and how to keep moving forward to achieve those goals you have for your diet and lifestyle. Let's get started. Welcome to Reverse the Post-Op Regain podcast. I'm your host, Soraya Nikwan, a weight loss surgery dietitian, and I am excited that you're here today. This podcast is for anyone struggling with nutrition and weight years after bariatric surgery. You might be feeling confused, overwhelmed, and not quite sure what your body needs after that first year post-op. This is where I can help you. Join me every week where you'll leave supported and motivated to take the next step in your nutrition journey. Thank you for being here with me today. Now let's get started. First, let's talk about why consistency is so important. When it comes to making changes to your diet and lifestyle, it is easy to get caught up in the excitement of trying something new. But the truth is, it takes more than a few days or weeks of good habits to actually see those real results that you're looking for. Consistency is key because it allows you to build momentum and make sustainable changes that last. So how can you be consistent with your diet and lifestyle? Well, here are a few strategies that we'll run through now. Number one, start small. It can be really overwhelming to try make drastic changes all at once. Instead, start with small, manageable goals and build on them. For example, start with one goal you may have, which might be adding in an extra serve of fruit a day or a serve of vegetables a day. Work on that specific goal for one week. Don't change anything else. Gradually increase the vegetable or the fruit or change that goal and add to it over time. So once you've then mastered that goal, it now becomes a little bit easier to do something else and that original goal is now part of your environment and part of your routine. You will still be conscious of that goal However, you may be more focused on getting into a regular habit of movement, for example, instead, or making sure you're eating more whole protein instead of processed protein, for example. So the original goal may take you a few days, a week, or even four, five, six weeks to achieve. But this is what leads me to my next point, which is self-discipline outwins motivation every single time. Motivation is fun, you feel quite positive, quite elated, like you could jump on top of a mountain and do anything you want to, but that motivation is never sustained. You cannot tell me that anyone you know is motivated 100% of the time because I'm definitely not and I know most people do not have the motivation to do things all the time. You cannot rely on motivation to get out of bed early in the morning to walk especially if it's cold or it's unusual or you're not used to it or it's dark outside. The self-discipline you have to then get up, put on the clothes you laid out the night before 
and walk out the door before your brain can even register what has happened is discipline rather than motivation. Yes, I'm sure you'll feel better after the exercise, but your brain can talk you out of so much and it can make you have stories and tell yourself stories of why you don't want to get out of bed for that particular morning. So be smarter than your brain. Set up those systems and processes so that you can act on these goals before your brain catches up and tells you, hey, let's stay in bed. Having self-discipline to follow through with your said actions will help you keep moving forward and help you reaching those goals that you set for yourself earlier this year. One other way I like to look at it is if you have two lines on a piece of paper and they're traveling parallel to one another, but one line is half a degree different Initially, they might not look like they're any different. However, over time, over the course of the year and then beyond, you'll notice that that line that changes just that ever so much is actually much farther away from the original line. A book that really explains this concept well is called The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. I'd encourage checking it out if you are interested in learning about how that being 1% better every day makes you so much better overall over the course of your life. So each improvement will get you closer to your goal. Slow progress is still progress and confidence comes from repetition. If motivating or having self-discipline is hard for you, consider seeking support to help you hold yourself accountable to your goals. One of the best ways to stay consistent and hold yourself accountable is having support Now, support can come in different forms, like you could track your habits in a diary, or I used to put stars or a smiley face on my calendar while I was at university to see how many days I did exercise or track it on an app. Nowadays, we have all these fantastic applications on our phone that you can do or set reminders for yourself, ask a friend to support you, or even hiring a coach or a health professional can keep you supported. I find that this helps the best because they're completely external to you and they hold you to your word. Our next strategy is to be kind to yourself. Making changes to your diet and lifestyle can be hard and it's important to remember that it's okay to slip up occasionally. The key is to not beat yourself up over it and to get back on track as soon as possible. As a general rule, try not to leave more than three days between working on the goal. This helps keep you focused and moving towards that goal. Confidence, as I said, comes with repetition. Imperfect action is still progress. It's much better than doing nothing. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free three-day meal plan with recipes to get you started taking control of the weight regain. Head to the link in the show notes to access it. Now, let's get back to the episode. You might think that it is slow progress. However, each day you are actually building self-confidence that you are someone that goes after your goals. On the back of this, it is important to celebrate your successes no matter how small. This will not only help you stay motivated, but remind you of the progress you've made when you look back at that original goal. You get those small wins over the year, which then reinforce that you are able to achieve them, which will push you with momentum into the next goal. To apply these consistency strategies to the real world, I thought I would run through some sustainable nutrition habits that will support you after weight loss surgery. 
Number one, eat consistently throughout the day. Aim to eat regular meals and snacks. Eating regular meals helps you reach your protein target, prevents under-eating, and appropriately fuels your body. You'll also notice that if you eat consistently, you'll be less likely to be extremely hungry in the later part of the day or find yourself reaching for all the fun foods at nine o'clock at night. Aim to eat every three to four hours and try your best to not go over five hours between meals or snacks. Number two, keep fluids away from mealtimes. Ensure that you're keeping those 30 minutes either side of your meals. The reason why we do this is to prevent the fluid from pushing the food too quickly through the stomach or the intestines. If that happens, it makes you feel hungrier sooner and sends a message to the brain that, hey, I'm hungry, which really doesn't help when you've obviously just eaten. Number three, focus on protein and more whole foods. There is a time and place for protein supplements. However, if you are years post-op, you might not need to rely heavily on these supplements. Try to choose whole foods to go along with your choice, like lean protein, going with vegetables, healthy fats, fruits or whole grains, like sweet potato, fido wheats, or whole grain carbs. So a balanced, unprocessed meal would be a piece of chicken with some cooked up broccoli, stir-fried with an extra serve of vegetables, whichever one is your favourite, and a couple of tablespoons of brown rice. That is a balanced meal. Too often I see in clinic people having a profi or a protein coffee for breakfast. That's not breakfast. It's not balanced in the way that it has a good source of protein, yes, but it's not a good source or sustainable source of carbohydrates or fat. So it's not a complete meal. Think of a healthy eating plate as a complete meal if you're confused about what is a balanced meal. Number four, stay hydrated. We all need water daily and this is not new information. Most people need about 30 mils per kilo. So if I was about 70 kilos, I would need 2.1 liters or 2,100 mils per day. Aim to space out your fluid over the day and this will ensure that you're not dehydrated. Another tip that can help here is to check how many times you wee. It sounds weird, but I see a lot of bariatric patients that only wee once when they wake up in the morning and once when they go to bed. Now, the issue with this is you're not drinking enough fluid, which may lead to constipation, dehydration, headaches, fogginess, memory issues, and just general irritability. However, it might also increase the risk of UTIs, particularly for females, as you're not flushing the bacteria through. So keep an eye on how much you pee as well as a sign of whether you're hydrated or not. And number five, going back to those sustainable nutrition habits after weight loss surgery is to take your vitamins. Make sure that you're taking your vitamins daily, even though you may feel on top of the world, they will prevent nutrition deficiencies. So take your vitamins daily as prescribed by your dietitian or surgery team and make sure you have regular monitoring of these vitamins to make sure we can catch a deficiency quickly and not have to spend an exorbitant amount of time and energy trying to replete your body's stores. So for more information on what to assess or check annually after weight loss surgery, head to episode 13. In conclusion, consistency is key when it comes to making changes to your diet and lifestyle. By starting small, 
making a plan, holding yourself accountable or having someone else hold you accountable, being kind to yourself and celebrating your successes, you can really set yourself up for success to see real results. Remember, consistency does not mean perfection. It's all about making a commitment to yourself and sticking to it, even when it's hard. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy today's content. I really hope you stay consistent in whatever goal you're trying to reach this year. Thank you for joining me on Reverse the Postdoc Regain podcast. If you would like to learn more about what I do, head to at the Bariatric Collective on Instagram or Facebook, or visit us online at www.thebariatriccollective.com.au. I reach out if you need support reversing weight regain or anything related to bariatric surgery. I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment to review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. I look forward to chatting with you next time.